Welcome to Atheist Talk on KTNF AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Good morning to all of you joining us locally by radio and streaming online. We appreciate you tuning in. Today is Sunday, March 3rd, 2019, and I'm your host, Hertzie Hertz, here in studio with Minnesota Atheist President Ben Sweatervest Blanchard. This is an open conversation, and we are welcome and encourage listener interaction with your phone calls to 952-946-6205, your emails to radio at mnatheist.org, tweet us at Atheist Talk, or check out the Facebook page of Atheist Talk. The phone number is only available when we are live, but you can always email, tweet, or comment whether we're live or you're listening to the podcast. Ben Sweatervest was recently elected, oh, say, what, two, three weeks ago? <laughs> yep, that's right. <laughs> something something like that? No, it was last week, actually, I think. You're right. It was last Sunday. It was last Sunday. Was recently elected to the uh, Minnesota Atheist Board and has come on to share some of the, the secret board things that go on. Very, very secret, which... Oh, as, super secret. Oh, yeah. And as listener, uh, long-time listeners know, I am also on the board, was also re-elected. For some reason, they keep they keep saying it's okay. <laughs> well, I mean, not just elected. You're now our chair. I know, which yeah. you'd be surprised because I still only have two legs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they decided that that you know secretary secretary wasn't good enough. I had to be chair. I mean, we love what you do. I liked being secretary. <laughs> Upwards and onwards. I'm sure I like being chair. But Ben, you wanted to talk so. Tell us about well. First, tell us about how you came to Minnesota Atheists. Oh, that's a fantastic question. Yeah, you have um, nine minutes. <laughs> nine minutes. <laughs> oh, good. Um, so I've been in one leadership capacity or another in the atheist community for ten years now, which is a weird amount of time to think about it because inside I still feel like a college student. Um, I was going to say you might want to, to preface that with you, about how long that is because some people might think you're older. Oh, yes. No, I'm still in my late 20s. So I started early. Um, <laughs> Earlier than me, I'll say that. <laughs> so when I was in college, we had a Secular Student Alliance, which was a fantastic thing for me because I found my community. Take it or leave it. I found the community that shared my values, that shared – um, my core concepts that was okay with being critical and challenged me to grow, but wasn't aggressive. Um, being a part of a couple of unique communities, um, I've found that you know the atheist community is the right fit for me. Uh, I'm a queer person, and so uh, the queer community is definitely a place that I feel welcome. But some of the things that are most important to me, like being critical. Um, being truth-driven, things like woo are super-duper common in the queer community, and that's just not something that I deal with well because I care about medicine. I care to make sure that you're not wasting time and money um, trying to do things that aren't going to work. Um, so the atheist community is really for me. Um, I became president of my SSA chapter, well, co-president along with my college BFF, Sarah Maddox, um, many years ago. <laughs> Um, after I graduated, um, I was part of the Foundation Beyond Beliefs um, Pathfinders Project. So I spent some time going um, abroad from NGO to NGO um, across uh, NGO to NGO non-governmental organization. Ah, okay. Um, 
say, up across Southeast Asia, Africa, Latin America, trying to find a good organization that uh, Foundation Beyond Belief could make a long-term partnership with. Um, Were you successful? Yes. So yes. now, now, okay. So is this one of the times that you had? Mal- no, you've had malaria. I Wait. only had malaria once. Okay, so you've only had it once. But it does resurge. I've had it resurge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it can st- depending on the type and treatment, it can stick with you for a little bit. Wait, so is malaria like it's, 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 it, it lives in your is liver? Is it a virus? It's a parasite. Oh, it's a parasite. Yes. Okay. Sorry for the off track. I just had to know if that was one of the times that he got malaria. Yes. Because <laughs> that um, is a hilarious story, I'm sure, which we may or may not get to on the Patreon. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. Um, so then I came back in the States. Um, I was evangelizing for FBB for quite a little while, including at Minnesota Atheists. And when I decided to put down roots, which is why I came back in the U.S., um, I decided to stay in Minnesota. I moved from St. Cloud, which is, don't get me wrong, I love St. Cloud, but Minneapolis-St. Paul is the greatest place in the world. Fact. I've circumnavigated the globe. Minneapolis-St. Paul is the best. Fact. Siem Reap, Cambodia is the second best. Antigua, Guatemala is the third best. Uh, and Eden Park is the fourth best. I'm still going to put down for, for somewhere in there we have to put the French Quarter of New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been? I have. It's so beautiful. It's not for me, but that's okay because you know what? It takes all types. Um, So, yeah, uh, I then started work on a graduate certificate in nonprofit leadership. Um, Got that. Started working on my um, uh, master's in – sorry, I am not a morning person (laughs) – uh, master's in public administration. Uh, I currently work for the state. Um, and yeah, um, I, there was a big project that I wanted to get some funding for. Minnesota Atheists was inclined to provide said funding. Um, so then I started working with the board. Um, when there was a vacancy, I was appointed on the board. And in the most recent round of elections, uh, where our current president, where our President Emeritus, uh, Alyssa, um, she was term limited out. Heather Heike, who's an amazing, powerful individual, was also term limited out. And I w- was nominated unanimously by the board and elected unanimously, which is pretty cool. Yes. Those term limits are nice. Like, don't get me wrong. Alyssa and Heather were absolutely amazing and I would love to have them go again. But it is nice to know that we do have those term limits. Well, and that one of the things I wanted to talk about today is just how important it is to be raising up new membership. I'm the youngest president for a little while, um, which is a thing. Right now, our average board age is significantly younger than our average membership age, which is unique. Um that's uncommon for most types of nonprofits. Um, but one of the big things is that the millennials I, are coming up. <laughs> I mean, the millenn like we just have so many nuns, nuns as in not the habit wearing nuns, but you do know that nuns actually don't wear habits. <laughs> Wait, nuns with a U or nuns with an O? With a U. Most of the habits were actually taken out a long time ago. It's a, it's more of a Hollywood stereotype. But. I love the habits. Do you want to wear one of those things when it's 90 degrees and humid? I, I like the opportunities that it brings for puns. I will give the opportunity it brings for puns, but that's a habit we need to break. Uh. <laughs> but going back to the, the, the non, non-religious. non Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, as more 
folks who are successful in their fields and have the capacity to be doing more where they aren't struggling paycheck to paycheck, where they have the capacity to be volunteering more, to be donating more. Um, right now, we don't do a great job of aggressively targeting them for leadership, which is unfortunate because membership leadership in a membership organization like ours is a really, really important thing to me. Um, so I outlined uh, three goals for the next year. Um, the first is to increase – or sorry, to develop membership leadership because anyone should be able to say, hey, there's a project that I want to do. Can I get help to do it? And we as Minnesota atheists, regardless of where in the state they are, we should be able to say, here's what we have. Do th do it. We want to empower them. Um, and as projects become successful, as people get more involved, then we can have more people stepping up. We can have more leadership occurring. And we can have contested seats for the board. <laughs> uh, it's a common in-joke amongst our board that we haven't had a contested seat in quite a while, um, which is nice. It's nice that we're harmonious. Um, but one of the things that I would expect from a nonprofit that's slightly older than I am would be that there should be, like, campaigning occurring for board seats. At least a little bit. A, a little bit. Like, I don't want people to get hurt feelings, but no. I want them to have to, like, put... I love our board. Our board is active and wonderful. I love how you have to preface this. I, I want people to, like, want to fight for their seat a little bit. Because that's a hallmark of a good organization, that people are fighting to get in leadership capacities. They're fighting to make their vision happen. I was willing to fight for, for my seat until you throw me in another one. <laughs> Well, we need you to be chair. Need is a strong word. <laughs> but yeah, so um, just so everyone knows that that this is me joking about it. I am excited to be chair and such. It, it's great for you too because Hertzie is amazing I at should. being. Okay, and we're going to move reactive. on. Moving on. <laughs> uh, so yes, developing member leadership. Um, so more than anything else, we want to be empowering our members to lead committees. Um, over the last. Eight months? I think it's been eight months since we started doing board retreats. Um, yeah, I think so. Where we as a board would <laughs> hold ourselves off for five to ten hours and just get through work, churn out uh, deliverables that can improve us. So we better defined our committee structure. Uh, we're defining our processes on how we uh, grant money, on how we give time, on how we recognize volunteering. Um, and things like a branding guide, an organizer guide. We're working towards making certification for our organizers um, so that it's easier for people to step up and lead um, and that people can confidently participate in leadership capacities, which is something that can be really hard. Um, along with that, we want to be training our organizers and our speakers. Um, we have a speakers bureau as an organization. Um, it has four people, myself included. <laughs> And that's something that we could definitely get much better at, um, especially because being able to train up folks. I hear music. You do hear music. Trust me, you don't smell toast. <laughs> Please stay with us through the break, and we'll return to Atheist Talk with Ben, with Minnesota Atheist President Ben Blanchard, talking about all of our new initiatives and such. I'm Hertzy Hertz, and you're listening to AM 950 KTNF, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Thank you. 
Welcome back to AM 950 KTNF, the progressive voice of Minnesota. You're tuned in to Atheist Talk, and I'm your host, Tertsy Hertz, talking with Minnesota Atheist President Ben Sweatervest Blanchard. Atheist Talk is produced with funding from Minnesota Atheists and Cucumbers Restaurant in Edina, Minnesota. Please consider visiting our sponsors, and if you do, let them know that you appreciate their support of Atheist Talk. If you'd like to advertise on the program and help keep us on the air, please contact us at radio at mnatheist.org. As for the here and now, if you'd like to get involved in the conversation with Ben and I this morning, you can call us at 952-946-6205, email us at radio at mnatheist.org, tweet us at at Atheist Talk, or check out our Facebook page, Atheist Talk. You know, I really should just put like all three of them and then put Atheist Talk now that I think about it. That would make sense. Yeah. But how many times can I put Atheist Talk into a sentence? I mean, when atheists talk about atheists talk, atheists talk talks. I feel like there's a woodchuck joke I should make, but I can't figure it out. The word talk no longer has meaning to me. <laughs> TikTok. <laughs> so you were talking about the retreats that the board has been on. Yes. The board. The board. The board. I'm going to make it all creepy now. <laughs> um, so, yeah, just as an organization, um, we do so much. And as we were going through, we found out that several members of the board didn't like we all knew the areas of stuff that we did. Um, but we do so much. We host hundreds of meetups. We do so many big events that as a board, we didn't have a good conception of what we did. Um, so we went through, we made an org chart, we made a program chart, we identified the existing leadership structures that we have, um, not just of elected positions like yours and I, but people who are amazing meetup organizers, people who consistently do programs on our behalf, um, and we put pen to like paper. Like a radio show. Like a radio show. <laughs> Every so often I can toot my own horn just for a moment. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we put pen to paper. We found out that we were doing a lot more than we thought we were. Um, and that enables us to figure out where there are gaps. It lets us have a structure so that when someone says, I want to be more involved, they can. They can find the areas that work for them. Uh, one of our... Uh, newer members who came from North Dakota is a sound engineer, uh, great guy, used to be really involved with his organization. When he moved down, he found us and is really eager to start doing more um, and being able to have an org chart where we can point to be like, hey, here are the programs that we're doing. Here are the things that we want to be doing, but we haven't had the talent for. We haven't had the drive, like people with the drive to do this before, but we want to support people doing this. It makes it so much easier for people to be able to step up and do it. Um, and when people do regular activities for us, when people do regular interaction with other Minnesota atheists and it becomes part of their identity, which is definitely something we want because we want people to proudly be atheist, proudly be Minnesotan atheist. Um, as we do that, then we'll see other huge benefits as an organization, like we'll have an increased membership. Um, that's actually my second uh, goal for the year, to make it so that we have better membership numbers. Now, I have to ask, because I'm sure people, there's going to be people asking this, why does it matter if we have some a certain number of members? I mean... And, and specifically with this, there are people who are on our Facebook page, on the Minnesota Atheist Facebook page or the Minnesota Atheist Meetup group. And that is 
we can say a type of membership, but this we are talking about specifically the dues paying. Correct. Yes. Okay. Just wanted to also clarify that. If you're on the meetup on the Facebook, yes, you are still part of our organization and our community and such. There, There is the point, though, that you wouldn't be able to vote to say whether or not Ben and I should be on the board. If if you do pay those dues, you can make them come in and vote for those things. <laughs> well, and, and that's one of the things is that as an organization, like, it sucks that we live in a capitalist society, but we need economic powers to do things. But then we also want to have a greater membership because that way when we're going to legislature and we can say we represent 500, 1,000, 5,000 dues-paying members. We represent people that – or we represent so many people that this is important to. That They give money. They show up at events. That gives us more political power, more community clout. It lets us move forward our agenda. And that's an important thing because we have goals that we want to achieve. We want to make sure that we're protecting the wall between state and church. That wall is under attack. And we need to be defending it. Even in Minnesota. There are politicians who I otherwise love who are trying to push faith-based initiatives in a way that I don't think it should be constitutional. In a way that me as a secular citizen, I don't like. There are – there's government funding going towards programs that it shouldn't be going towards. And these or, are th- or not going to things or it not should, going to- <laughs> that the certain things are are once again being told no you don't get money again and it's a problem that we need to address and we are as an organization it aligns with our interests we have the membership knowledge we have in our ranks the people who are amazing to fight that fight but they need support and being a dues-paying member means that we can get the funding to make that happen. Agreed. Sorry, I was I was just looking at the Facebooks for a moment, and I just realized I commented on one of your things, and I expected a bagel today. <laughs> I did not have bagels. That's fine. I'm just giving you. I'm giving you funness. I was actually expecting that after the show we'd go to cucumbers. That is right, because one of those lovely, wonderful events is our monthly cucumbers meetup for the radio show. Uh, let's see, I believe they meet up at 10.30. I know you and I will probably be a little bit late to that since we'll be doing some extra Patreon work um, where we'll be talking about the real board. Ah, yes, <laughs> the real board. And by the way, when I'm saying that I'm being comedical, this is probably going to be me and ben, ben and I just having fun with, with this whole conspiracy theory idea because I think conspiracy theories are funny and they should have funny connotations sometimes. <laughs> And I, as president of Minnesota Atheists, will support you in your endeavor <laughs> in any way I can. Awesome. <laughs> but yes, we'll, t- we'll, t- we'll, tell- we'll never remind you again because we've got about a minute and a half before okay. our next break. Oh, fantastic. Wait, what are we reminding on? Uh, About the amazing food at Cucumbers? Oh my gosh, the amazing food at Cucumbers. It's so good. So excited for breakfast. I know. (laughs) Like I had some meat and cheese on the way to pick you up, but I am so excited to actually have second breakfast. (laughs) I may or may not be a hobbit. (laughs) 
But yes, when we come back, I definitely want to talk about our need for stronger organizational partnerships. Yes. And are we going to talk about Oasis? Oh, we should talk about Oasis. We should talk about Oasis. Surprisingly, not a, a nice, fresh place of awesomeness in the desert. This is actually like an organizational thing. Wait, it's not a cranberry, like cranberry gin cocktail? Oh, now I want a cranberry gin cocktail. That feels like what an oasis would be. A little citrus, a little orange. Cranberry and orange taste really good together. We've kind of gone off the rails. <laughs> That's probably because we have 30 seconds and there's really hard to talk about things in 30 seconds. <laughs> oh. However, we will return with Ben Blant, Sweater Vest Blanchard, the president of Minnesota Atheists, and I. All right, after the break, please stay with us. I'm Hertzie Hertz, and you're listening to Atheist Talk on KTNF AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Thank you for tuning in to Atheist Talk on AM 950 KTNF, the progressive voice of Minnesota. I'm your host, Hertzie Hertz, and we're having what I would classify as a fascinating conversation with Ben Sweater Vest Blanchard, president of Minnesota Atheists. If you'd like to get involved in the conversation with Ben and I this morning, you can call us at 952-946-6205, email us at radio at mnatheist.org, tweet us at at Atheist Talk, or check out our Facebook page. Lo and behold, Atheist Talk. <laughs> talk, uh, talk, talk. That's what we do on this show. <laughs> Um, I do have a quick little another blurb here. I want to note our group of dedicated volunteers and the generous donations of you, our listeners. You help keep Atheist Talk on the air and in podcast form. I don't have a donor of the week, which makes me really sad. But if you are able to help with a donation, please consider doing so at our Patreon, where you can get extended interviews and figure out what the board is really go going to do. Uh, at www.patreon.com slash Atheist Talk. Minnesota Atheist is a 501c3 tax-deductible organization. We couldn't do the show without you, and we deeply appreciate your support. Music for Atheist Talk is by composer and member Brent Michael Davis and is used with permission. Please note all opinions are of the guest and host only. And actually, this one, this one time, this is the one time I feel I can actually say this does... Or should reflect those of the Minnesota Atheist Organization. That's true. <laughs> Except for my puns. My puns do not reflect the Minnesota Atheist Organization. Oh, that's unfortunate. My puns do. Yeah, your puns really do. You're the face. <laughs> I should mention, since we're talking about it, um, <laughs> the way that we're structured, both me and Hertzie are in equal leadership capacities. It's just the chair focuses a little bit more internally. The president is a little bit more front-facing. I, I'm going to admit, I actually didn't really know this. <laughs> Yep. So, like, it's it's the I chair's the show. <laughs> it's the chair's duty to be focusing on the internal to mm -hmm. make sure that meetings are happening, to make sure that those things are happening, and then it's the president that's providing like long term, long term, uh, long long term uh, guidance, being the spokesperson. But since since you're the spokesperson, then shouldn't you be doing atheist talk? Uh no. <laughs> Uh, my voice is not nearly as pleasing on radio as yours is. Aww. Uh, when I was in high school, uh, I was on radio and uh, they got complaints about my voice. That it was too high pitched. Okay, that's really funny because I have a very high pitched voice. I know this. Well, and I, I think that I have a little bit more dulcet tones than I used to. Um, uh. But yeah, no, it was like damaging to equipment. <laughs> and speaking as someone who gets these calls... 
every single host gets complaints about their voice. Oh, wait. Have I gotten complaints? Uh, not that I can remember, but during the weekdays, <gasps> people call in like, I don't like this person's voice. <laughs> See, I keep wanting so them funny. to put on like some sort of filter that makes me like James Earl Jonesy, but we don't seem to have the technology yet. No, I think I like your voice. Aw, so. you're sweet. So, yeah. So, aside from at least my puns, <laughs> since my puns are internal... <laughs> Oh. <laughs> um, yes, this actually does technically reflect. That's the first time I've had that. Yeah. Usually we have to make that statement because sometimes we'll go into things that <clears throat> happen. <laughs> Which we will in the Patreon. Oh, definitely. We'll the Patreon will not no. represent us as an organization. Absolutely. But it will be fabulous. I am 100% sure of that. So one of my m- most important roles as president is making sure that Hertzie doesn't get too far off track. So we were going to talk about our organizational partnerships. <laughs> Yes, and how we yes, need we stronger ones. Um, one of the big things um, since I've been on the board is we're holding listening sessions. Um, and one of the huge important things that in the last couple of years we haven't been focusing on long enough that some of our organizational partners had noted was we need to build stronger ties. Because um, we're not just the Twin Cities atheists. We're Minnesota atheists. Don't get me wrong. We have members across the state and we even have meetups across the state. But there are areas like I was in college in St. Cloud, Central Minnesota Freethinkers um, is in St. Cloud, and they are they have the capacity to be a much better presence in that area than our board would be able to do. So as an organization, we need to be providing them more support, whether that's financial, whether that's advertising, whether that's um, other structural support. Sorry. <laughs> um, and it's we have amazing secular affiliates across the state that we can be doing more for and we should be doing more for. And that's another thing that membership dues let us do (laughs) because when we can provide, hey, we got your web hosting. Hey, we can supply your membership software. Hey, we're having a speaker come in anyway. Let's organize a speaker tour to where it hits us and then travel and then meanders up the state or down the state. That's something that we – Or both. (laughs) I like both. And that's something we could be doing if we had just a little bit more financial support, um, and we should be doing it. But then other organizational partnerships also. Uh, we have a long-standing relationship with a couple of volunteer opportunities, but we need should be doing more because we can be doing more. Um, so yeah, stronger organizational partnerships. Uh, one of the things that Minnesota Atheist has is a building fund. That has like $140,000 in it that is explicitly for a building. Now, for those who might be like, hey, wait a minute. Why don't you use those funds? Those funds are specifically and in, in, in massive amounts of legal language talking to it can only go to buying a building. Yep. It was and a directed donation. And specific directed donations. Yes. Because we still, we still do get donations for this. But these are specifically earmarked towards an important word here, buying a yes. building. We've had long conversations. Not leasing, not renting, but buying. Um, and ultimately, no matter how big of an organization we are, it is very, very likely that we, would st- that we wouldn't have content for our building seven days a week. So one of the great things that we could do is we could provide a space for other secular and aligned organizations to meet, um, to host meetings, to host meetup, to have office hours, to do outreach, um, some sort of secular organization center or SOC. Um, you know, 
get in that sock. Um, but yeah, we want to be developing facilities partnerships to where not only are we providing that space, but then those organizations can provide us with the money to keep up the building. Because right now we don't really have an operations budget that would support all of the costs of having a building because there's not just heating and electricity, but also insurance, which would be very important for our organization. Very. As the person who oftentimes has more of a business brain-ish, I was going to say, yeah, you kind of have that too, which is nice. I do. Yes. So – I was going to say, you also wanted to talk about Oasis. Oh, yes. Which is not a amazing, beautiful place in the desert. It's not a desert. It's not a drink. It's not a dessert. Uh, it is our organizational model. Um, so this is not a new thing in atheism. Um, atheist groups naturally align to be in more or less four parts. Um, the Secular Student Alliance calls it uh, SAFE. Um, the American Atheist calls it ACES. Um, or sorry, Secular Student Alliance has CASE, which if you notice is the same letters. But it's the idea that we have four big areas that as an atheist organization we provide. We provide activism, we provide community, we provide social, and we provide the other letter. O? No, O is us. Uh, so Minnesota Atheist as an organization, we're doing a slight riff on that to where we're including the need for dedicated operations. So as a board, we do a lot of things that are really important, like making sure that our volunteers are being managed, like making sure that our finances are aligned, making sure that all of the things that we need to operate as a 501c3 are happening. So that's the big thing that we're adding into our model, um, being an oasis, so an oasis. Will be an oasis for those who need a secular community. Yep. Oh, Not okay. to be confused with secular oasis, which is a different group. Uh, there are so many groups, and all of them are puns. Well, that's because we're a very punny. We, the atheists do seem to be a bit punny. Yes. I'm I, not going to complain because I love puns. Like we stared into the void and we're like, "Hey, it's funny." <laughs> the void stared back and went, "Uh." <laughs> we stared into the ocean and it just waves. <laughs> Okay, okay. Back to, back to what you were talking about before. So yes, um, as a model, um, that also enabled us um, between the Oasis model where we're dividing out the group that or the work that we do as a group um, and our um, stronger concept of committees and um, membership leadership, we've actually realized that we have more areas of leadership that people could be picking up. Um, so Heather – our former chair, uh, now secretary, is an amazing person, does so much work. And if we lost Heather right now, if Heather left us to go be a Wisconsin atheist, um, we no. would be lost as an organization. She's not allowed to go to Wisconsin. <laughs> like, if, it, like if she has to go places, there, there, there's other places, but she can't go to Wisconsin. Fine. Wisconsin, Austin no. atheists. <laughs> Any hoozle. Um, if... Heather were to leave, if Hertzy were to leave, if any of our really big workhorses were to transfer to some other place, maybe the beyond, uh, it would be very unfortunate because we wouldn't, we would have a really hard time picking up as an organization, which is not a position we want to be in, which is why we want to keep using our current knowledge, keep using our current leadership, but also have other people rise up so that individual programs don't have to be run by Heather, but can be overseen by Heather. 
still making sure that we're doing good work, but rising up leadership so that she doesn't have to be boots on the ground at every event. Instead, she can make sure that there are boots on the ground and that opens up her time to be doing other stuff also. Yes. Uh, I think my, my, the, my old work actually had a great way of saying that, which was a delegate to elevate. Absolutely. With the idea that, you know, cross training and such, you know, it does not mean that Heather is going to be any less important. It just means that we're going to have, you know, in case anything happens, we will be able to, you know, be able to do what we need to do and, you know, make sure that community with, you know, basically outlives us. We want the community to outlive us by a long, long time. Well, and that's the big difference between um, organizations that can last and organizations that don't. Um, when I worked with the Secular Student Alliance, both at my own school and also nationally, it was a very well-known thing. It still is a very well-known thing that organizations that have consistent leadership, that have consistent rising up of people rather than one charismatic leader, those are the organizations that stick around. It's one of the reasons why Campus Crusade for Christ does better than Secular Student Alliance in a lot of ways because they have uh, campus organizers who are paid full-time employees who can make sure that, hey, we're developing a party leadership so that there's never a chance for the organization to uh, drop down. Um, I'm, I'm making this face because we were talking about charismatic leaders in a whole different sense on the way to the studio. <laughs> oh, yes. I'm not a cult leader. I'd be good at it, but I am not. I would be terrible because I can't keep two sentences together some days. I, I've been told before that my speaking style is largely just one plead after another, which is correct, but I'm good at it, so it's okay. <laughs> we're not going to be a cult. We're, we're not got, a cult. No. Oh, Lord, no. We have too many critical folks to allow that to happen. Including the board. Including the board. If I ever started to be like, hey, so some Kool-Aid, uh, Alyssa would just smack me okay. over the head. Flavor-Aid. They used Flavor-Aid. Flavor-Aid does make more sense. Yeah. No, they had to use a knockoff. <laughs> I'm hearing music again. Yes. You're still not you're still not smelling toast. We'll return to our guest, Minnesota Atheist President Ben Blan Sweater Vest Blanchard, right after the break. Please stay with us. I'm Hertzy Hertz, and you're listening to Atheist Talk on KTNF AM 950. Welcome back to, excuse me, AM 950 KTNF, the progressive voice of Minnesota. You're tuned in to Atheist Talk, and I'm your host, Hertzy Hertz, in studio talking with Minnesota Atheist President Ben Sweaterblast Blanchard. This will be our final segment on air with Ben. Of course, I have a little bit of housekeeping once more. If you're curious about Minnesota Atheists, you can check out the Minnesota Atheist website. We have previous episodes, articles, book reviews, and you can peruse the calendar of events, which is also on our meetup page, which is absolutely awesome. You can sign up for the Atheist Weekly email, which will give you links to upcoming events. For example, today we have brunch at Cucumbers, the intelligently designed buffet. It's so good. Uh, also, Sunday... April 14th, we'll be having a wonderful fundraising event, dinner with the board with a mouth-watering menu, and a chance to have a conversation with board members such as Ben and myself. And also, we're I was going to say, we're going to be cooking that, too. We are. We're making Cuban. Oh, yes. It's going to be so good. Pull, I think pulled pork and... Black beans. Oh. I'm so hungry. <laughs> you have to fight over dessert, though. Oh, Lord. 
<laughs> if you enjoyed the show and all that Minnesota Atheist has to offer, consider becoming a member of Minnesota Atheist while you're on the website. Membership has some great perks. Check out the hows and the whys at the website. And now back to our conversation with Ben Blanchard, Minnesota Atheist President. You know, as we're talking about events that are coming up beyond dinner with the board, which is on what date? Uh, April 14th. Ooh, that's going to be fun. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be delicious. You know. I love cooking for that event, too. We're in a busy time of the year because when's week of action? Week of action starts um, the end of April. I actually had to do some re- – I'm taking a trip to Texas to visit a friend. Mm-hmm. And I actually had to do some major ske- scheduling with this because I'm like, oh, I can't do it here. At the, I can't do it here because it's the week of action. I can't do it here because it's dinner with the board. So I will be – Leaving the Saturday after uh, the Day of Reason, which will be May 2nd. The yes. week following that, well, before that, will be the Week of Action. Absolutely, because Week of Action, you know, where we get together as a secular community this year, we're going all out. We're having at least five events with different local partners where we're, you know, we're raising money, we're doing awesome things, um, and then accumulating with. Uh, Day of Reason, where we'll be at the Capitol. Uh, I work for the state, so I'm frequently in the Capitol building myself. <laughs> but I'm excited to see all brand new friends there. I heard that you got some, like a super cool tour for Mandisa. I did give Mandisa a super cool tour. I want this tour. <laughs> so I gave the tour of all of the, um, so the racists that are up at the Capitol, because there's a lot. I'm to be not- clear, we're talking about portraits, not actual people. I was going to say, not surprised Minnesota is not the. It's we not we perfect. have a varied history. Um, and then perfect. the portraits that I most enjoy, including one of a relatively recent governor, not one of the last two, uh, whose photo, or sorry, whose portrait is a little too photorealistic and it creeps me out. Um, and then a, I'm sure another it's a one. Venture. It was not. <laughs> it's not Ventura? No, Palenti's. Oh, uh, oh no, okay. It's okay. a little too photorealistic. Like nothing. Apolitically, I can say it's too photorealistic and it looks like he's staring at you. Um, it, it doesn't feel like a portrait. It okay. feels like a photo that contains someone's soul. Yeah. Let's um, move on. <laughs> Ventura's makes him look like a comic book character, which is a thing. It's a tact. It, it feels right for Ventura. Yeah. I just really enjoy pointing it out on the tour. Okay. Um, but yeah, so Day of Reason is going to be a huge event. Um, along you with, and I will both be there. We'll both be there. We'll both be speaking a little bit. Um, we're getting some local politicians, some statewide politicians, um, and other people that have things to say. We're, uh, this year's theme is Secular Voices, and we're talking about why the wall between state and church is so important. It's the only wall that's that important. It is the most important wall. Like, I'm not saying that we should shut down the government o- around it, but if we were to shut down the government over a wall, that would be the wall. Yeah. That's got, the important wall. I actually do really have to agree because otherwise we get a theocracy. And the first time I spoke at Day of Reason, I spoke about um, the – it was at that point new coming show. Uh, oh, crap. What's the name? While you're thinking, I think it's really important before we run out of time that we also talk about a couple of other quick things because we have the yeah. – in Chicago later this year, there is the Women of Color Beyond Belief. Um, and so we're partnering with a couple of local organizations. Uh, bus will go down to Chicago so that people can attend hoping. this event. Oh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen? It's going to happen. Okay. I was going to say because I mean – 
I actually, t- I actually talked to someone who I know who's a teacher, and I'm like, okay, so how much does a bus cost? It's going to happen. We um, will find a way to make this happen. Well, and, and you know, one of the best ways to make things like this happen, to make Week of Action happen, to make it so that we can elevate ourselves as an organization and do good, do positive atheism in action, is by making sure that we have sponsors. Uh, so people who are willing to chip in a little bit more, maybe a couple hundred bucks for specific events for to sponsor specific things. Um, if that's something you're interested in, please email us at board at mnatheist.org. Um, or radio at mnatheist.org, and I'll just forward it. Or me. Whichever. You can go directly, prez at minnesotaatheist.org. Um, we're also always looking for people to sponsor members. Um, our dues are only $35 a year, but they're – for some people, that can be an economic barrier. I know that lots of board members will step up and pay that um, for people who want to but can't. There is a scholarship. I, th- I think there's kind of a loose scholarship thing for that, um, which, again, if you were interested in either donating to that, getting involved in that, that would be board at mnatheist.org. Um, oh, that reminds me. Other fun thing that we're doing in September – or not September, sorry, June. Uh, June. There is another end of the world. So we're doing an end of the world party. I am not excited about this to the point where I squeed. <laughs> and you know that's some of the great programming. We'll all get together as community. We'll pretend that the world's ending again because who knows? Maybe this one will be it. Yep, that will be taking place in Northeast. Yep, in Northeast at June. the Waterbury Building. Yep, um, we're going to have costuming. Uh, I know we've kicked around a hot dish competition. Now here's the spin on the hot dish competition that I love. You can only use preserved foods now whether or not we're going to go with home preserved foods i think we're going no because yes for liability reasons liability reasons so only canned yeah only professionally preserved commercially canned food um or preserved food and however that works however think of what you could do with some beef jerky with some rehydration you know think of think of like how can you make something that's better than what's in jim baker's buckets that, from what I have heard, that is not a high bar. <laughs> no, it is not. Um, but yeah, that's going to be the next couple months of events. Um, one of the big things that, as an organization, we don't necessarily do great. We're not great at tooting our own horn. Um, and we should. So, you know, come on, swing by these events. All of them have membership discounts. Um, if you're a dues paying member, if you're not, why aren't you? You have sponsorships available. Email us, we'll get it working. I'm sorry. <laughs> so one of the things that I excel a little bit more at Hertz yet is self-promotion. Yeah, I'm not so great at that. <laughs> I'm a white guy, so <laughs> self-promotion is a talent of mine. <laughs> well, that is our final final bit. Thank you for – well, final bit for those not listening on the Patreon. For those on the Patreon, we will be having our conspiracy theory. Join us next week, which should be another exciting episode. And I'm proud to be on the air with Minnesota Atheists. Thank you very much. Have a great weekend, everybody.